Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio Nation, you are tuned into page one. I am LeVar. It is Friday night, October will be 22nd, if I'm not mistaken, 2021. Uh, we are on the calendar uh, one week from the last show of the month, which I swore we just started the month, and uh, we are exactly, if uh, my calendar is correct, nine days from Halloween, which is actually on a Sunday. Um, but good to be with you. And, of course, I am always joined by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? How was your day? Day was good. Uh, I am still trying to recover. I know for those of you who tuned in the last few weeks, um at times, you have heard my voice kind of go in and out, and you have heard me at times uh, with a cough, uh, still battling the effects of pneumonia, which uh, I've gotten a lot of good tips from a lot of people and um, a lot of uh, prayers and support, and I want to thank all of those people for that. Um, and I know I talked with somebody who's saying, it's so good to talk with you. It's so glad you're here. Like Me too. Um but I'm going to try not to cough as much in the show. <laughs> uh, it is still a work in progress. And as I always say beforehand, um, hopefully uh, within the next few weeks, my voice will be back to at least hopefully close to 100%. But I'd rather do a show than no show at all. <laughs> um, but yes, um, we're here. But you know what? I did not know Halloween was on a Sunday night. Yeah. Why? <laughs> That's the way that it works. Why don't they just move it to like the last Friday in October? Surprisingly, that was a poll that was done uh, a couple of times uh, recently that I've heard where there are some states that have moved it to the last Saturday of the month, regardless of the day. Mm-hmm. So if the 31st falls on a Friday, it'd be the Saturday before. Um, There are other states that are, it's Halloween is the 31st. I am of the mind that I don't care when we celebrate Halloween, because I could celebrate Halloween the entire freaking month. Um, Halloween itself (laughs) is All Hallows Eve. That That is October 31st into November 1st into, um, Dia de los Muertos, but, and I'm sorry that I butchered that to anyone that speaks Spanish. I apologize. 
Um, however, like the, <laughs> the trick-or-treating, it's no longer about warding off bad spirits to some people, to most people. So, yeah, move it. Move it to Saturday before. Move it to, you know, the last Saturday of the month or the last Friday of the month. I, I'm down. I'm done with either, and I'm okay with that. And I'd rather do it on a Saturday and start it a little bit earlier, like just before dusk, and then get it for the younger kids so that there's still time Mm -hmm. real early on, and then they go until like 9, 10 o'clock at night or whatever. Midnight for us older generations. Uh, Does anybody do any, like, apple bobbing anymore? What was the point of that? Uh, (laughs) The last time I saw a uh, where you could do apple bobbing was at my 40th birthday party, and that was four years ago. So there you go. And for those of you that can do the math, congratulations. You know how old I am. (laughs) How how was your apple bobbing skills? Uh, my apple bobbing skills have decreased in the past 10 years or so. Um, I am no longer as well-versed in it as I used to be. Uh, but that's okay. I'm all right with it. I'd rather dunk somebody <laughs> than bob anyway. That sounded very, very dirty. It did, and I'm not going to touch that with two-foot pole. Um, I'm going to keep on... <laughs> There's a lot of ways ways one could take that, and um, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be on the safe side of caution tonight. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, after Halloween on the 31st comes November 1st, and I guess talk of Christmas, but Christmas is already happening. <laughs> uh. at, least at least where everybody is shopping, because now it's kind of like, forget Halloween. Halloween, there was um, pretty much discounted sales on Halloween almost like two weeks ago. And I remember yeah. reading how people were ticked because they could not complete Halloween costumes because Halloween stuff came in literally like maybe in August, early September, and then they pushed it out in like early October, and they're like, whoa, 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 we're not done yet. And um, yeah, so now I'm still working on the last little bit of my costume. Do you find it hard to find stuff for Halloween right now? Um, for adults or just overall? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> overall, yes. But uh, no. So yeah, I mean, uh, after next week, I mean, we literally have two months in the year. Um, and the only look ahead that I can tell you, uh, we have uh, the Daylight saving time coming up on November 7th, and then Thanksgiving on the 25th, uh, the start of Hanukkah on the 29th, and then by, we'll be well into uh, Christmas, which falls on a Saturday this year, Christmas Eve being on a Friday. Um, and for those that work 
I do believe this year that the 24th would be the day that a lot of people usually have off. So, you know, you'll probably have Christmas Eve off, which is good. Um, And then the following week with New Year's Eve being on a Friday night, um, hmm, which I guess fits, Uh, and then a Saturday New Year's Day. And then we'll be in January. (laughs) Right Right, back around. um, Right back around. So, no, um, just heads up on this. Also, um, with Daylight Savings Time, I don't know any of the homeowners out there, if they do this, I know that's what I use to remind me. But it's a good time to check and or change the batteries in your smoke detectors and possibly get your fire extinguisher in your kitchen if you don't have one, you're naughty. (laughs) Once again. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, no, that is – Thank you for reminding us because, yeah, that is very important because it seems every year there is always some tragedy or story that happens right around the time of daylight saving time. And, and a reminder once again to you know, check the batteries and smoke detectors. And even then, here's the thing. Some of the cheaper smoke detectors are no more than probably like five, ten bucks. If you know someone that does not have one, you spend five, ten bucks on a cup of coffee. Get them one. It's probably the best gift or best investment in their lives that you can do. So I know a lot of local fire departments sometimes have them too. Sometimes they don't, but sometimes they do. Check with your local fire department. They may have some. So, um, But we got a lot to discuss tonight. Tonight I want to go into the show kind of like um, – not like a potpourri show. I really didn't have too much planned in regards to what we were going to talk about because there were so many different stories that I saw, so many different things that were of interest. I picked a few of them that we're going to talk about tonight. Um, and with a little bit of a twist and kind of have our own take on it, uh, it's not really one that's like major stories or anything like that. And then, of course, we'll also take a look at what's trending. Uh, return of Retro Moments tonight. Uh, I do owe you guys some retro moments of the week. Uh, I was able to find a way to get those, so we do have a few, which I will treat you to tonight. Uh, Also, um, yeah, we'll kind of extend out some topics tonight. We'll pretty much kind of – I have what I call the bottom of the barrel, which is pretty much a bunch of stories that really aren't going to be topical, but interesting to talk about nonetheless. So we'll do that tonight. Um, And, of course, right now uh, we have the Almanac. Today is October 22nd. Uh, So today is National Make a Dog's Day. Um, It is also National Color Day, uh, which, you know, pretty much what's your favorite color. Mine's is actually royal blue. Uh, It's actually uh, National Color Day. Uh, and it is also now. I know some of you have dirty minds, but today is National Nut Day. <laughs> um, today is not about what you probably are thinking of, nor is it about the neighbor that lives down the street or the coworker who sings with their headphones on. But it is, <laughs> it is basically oh, a food on. holiday. Yeah, I know. I'm the killjoy here. Uh, 
it is a food holiday celebrating a healthy and nutritious snack. I would go into saying, no, I think the last time we talked about a holiday in regards to this, I think I got through it, but Mary had to giggle like a schoolboy. So I'm going to go through this, and I'm going to tell you that nuts are a highly prized food and energy source and are a primary source of nutrients for both humans and wildlife. Many of them are used in cooking, eaten, uh, eaten raw, <laughs> sprouted, or roasted as a snack food. <laughs> Best for oil that is used in cookery and cosmetics. Found in nuts for the most part are unsaturated fats, including monosaturated fats. In many nuts, <laughs> they, are, they are excellent sources of vitamin E and B2. <laughs> they are rich in protein, uh, folate fiber, and essential minerals such as magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, copper, and selenium. Um, <laughs> several studies have shown that those who consume <laughs> nuts regularly are less likely to suffer from coronary heart disease. <laughs> One study has shown that people who ate nuts live two to three years longer than those who did not. <laughs> this is why I love my life. <laughs> I do enjoy a good nut every now and then. <laughs> and those who were consuming nuts, man, I got you eating less junk food. I know, with eating less junk food, leading to a longer lifespan. Um, it also says nuts in their raw form retain the most nutritional benefit, too. However, you celebrate the day, though, know, make sure to enjoy stacking on your favorite nuts. So, yes. I do enjoy a good nut. Um, I, no, I do. I do actually. Do, I do enjoy cashews are my favorite. Uh, lightly salted sea salt, very good. Um, peanuts would be my second, and then um, I waver sometimes between walnuts and macadamia nuts. Although I don't know if macadamia nuts are actually nuts. Are they really nuts? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it says macadamia nuts, so I'm yeah, I'm going to assume it is. Yeah, but a peanut, I think, is a legume, so it's not really a nut. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like the – hopefully we get, like, our advertising here. But I usually love the planter's peanut. They now have them uh, lightly salted with sea salt. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. I thought you liked – no, it's, it's – somebody in the family likes pistachios. My mother loves pistachios. So, I don't know if those are nuts or legumes as well. So I get confused. So please forgive me if I have that wrong. But cashews are one of my favorites. So. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I actually made it through that. Um, and I am proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> you were and, trying uh, really hard. I was trying, but I knew that somewhere I could see uh, the look on your face, and I didn't have <laughs> I already knew. And uh, that, that is what goes with uh, uh, having a 25-year friendship, because I already knew exactly <laughs> how the look on her face was. That was great. Um, you were giggling more than I was. It was even better. <laughs> 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 oh man, but yeah, so I made it. 
Um, but also tomorrow is National Boston Cream Pie Day, National Mole Day. It is National TV Talk Show Host Day, which is also Johnny Carson's birthday. Um, and then uh, tomorrow is also the, when the swallows depart from San Juan Capistrano Day. Um, iPod Day is tomorrow. And National Make a Difference Day, which is the fourth Saturday in October, is tomorrow. Uh, Sunday, it is National Food Day, Na- uh, United Nations Day. Uh, it is National Mother-in-Law Day. Um, And then it is National Bologna Day Or Bologna Is it Bologna or Bologna? Uh, It's Bologna But I call it Bologna Just to piss people off (laughs) Monday Is Chucky the Notorious Killer Doll Day (laughs) Sourest Day National Greasy Food Day, which I think I may celebrate. Uh, and then uh, Tuesday is the National Day of the Deployed, uh, National Pumpkin Day, National Mincemeat Day, um, which is interesting. Wednesday is National Civics Day, National American Beer Day, Navy Day, uh, and National Black Cat Day. And then on Thursday, uh, by the time uh, – get around before uh, next week. It is uh, National Chocolate Day, National First Responders Day. So, yes, thank a first responder because they have to see a lot of things that you hope that you never have to see. So, uh, but those are some of the days coming up this week. Uh, You can keep track of that on your calendar. Uh, One of the things that I wanted to talk about tonight was an interesting story because, you know, every once in a while, you know, when celebrities say, oh, you know, because of this, I couldn't do this, and because of this, this was a handicap, we kind of roll our eyes and we're kind of like, oh, yeah, you're a celebrity. You're still making money. But this interesting story comes this week uh, from actress Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale, Sorry. I always know why I want to call it Beckinsale, but it's Beckinsale. (laughs) Um, It was an interesting article because she said she, she thinks that her super high IQ was, quote, a handicap in her career. Um, She is admitting that being super smart isn't all it's cracked up to be. Doing an interview on the Howard Stern show, she was asked by the host what her IQ was after mentioning that she went to Oxford, studied Russian literature, and can speak fluent Russian. Admitting that her mother had her tested for her IQ when she was a child, Beckinsale, who couldn't remember the exact number, said it was very high, uh, Stern uh, theorized that the actress's number was between 140 and 165, and eventually Beckinsale picked up her phone and went straight to the source, putting her mom on speaker. And she revealed the exact number, which was 152. Um, and then she pretty much said, it's really not helpful to me in my career. I just think it might have been a handicap. And when it comes to dating life, however, she finds her smarts work a little more in her favor. She says, I've always found I can forgive an awful lot if somebody's funny. So there's a certain degree of intelligence in somebody funny that I'm able to mess with. And it brought up an interesting uh, thought to me because I know that sometimes there are a lot of things that a lot of us are smart with or 
uh, have a high level of intelligence in. So I guess the question is posed out here is, is there ever a time that you felt that your intelligence probably uh, uh, either messed up a relationship or your intelligence was a hindrance in your job? Well, I mean, I'm not that intelligent, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, oh, stop it. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like the 159. I'm not talking that I'm like. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, has there ever been a situation but, where your intelligence has hindered something, or you thought it was a hindrance? I don't think so. Although, uh, it's no, 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 no. I don't think so. I don't think that it does. However, and this is where I put in that little caveat. I do agree with Kate with the the uh, intelligence does help when there's a certain level of intelligence to humor. So um, if somebody can make me laugh, that like that's very high on my list of things. Like I didn't I didn't realize until I had to start like I started dating again um, how just the the act of having somebody be able to have a conversation with me uh about nothing about everything about anything and not necessarily and it doesn't have to be safe either it could be those hard um conversations and and be able to have that back and forth and that maturity but then also have that humor um how important that was so i agree with kate in that I don't know that intelligence can hold anyone back. Um, if anything, intelligence can be a roadblock if you rely on saying I'm smart. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, that makes sense. Like if I'm going to be going and saying, yeah, it's roadblock because I'm just so smart. Well, yeah, now you're just being conceited and stupid, and that is a roadblock. It's not your intelligence. It's your arrogance. So mm. you got to really keep that in check. But I don't think gotcha. it's a hindrance, no. Uh, you know, Look at I, all those. I thought about it. <laughs> I thought about this story, and I, and I know there's there's some people where that has kind of happened, uh, or in some ways, or in certain situations. Um, you know, oh, I'm going to be careful to walk down this primrose path. Um, I know that if there is you know, I know that sometimes with some athletes who are of a higher IQ <laughs> and around other athletes, they sometimes feel that they have to kind of come down to that level uh, to be accepted. And that if they were like, you know, just insanely smart, that sometimes they get teased for it. And there has been uh, stories of, and I, and I wish I knew the inside story of some of the athletes who had high IQs or who have gone on and, you know, gotten, you know, higher levels of education than their uh, fellow athletes. And it, it's always an interesting study because, you know, or, you know, like sometimes some people who I knew in school then when they were younger who, like, wanted to hide the fact that they were a little bit smarter and only in order to fit in. I think that's sometimes kind of sad, you know, that you kind of have to, you know, uh, diminish your smarts 
to feel accepted. You know, it's a ton of lo- mm-hmm. I would think that it would be a lonely world to be someone with a high IQ uh, because you don't think probably a lot of people get you at times because you are able to spout off a lot of things that, you know, probably the normal person would not know, or you are looking to have a more uh, deeper conversation, and there's not too many people that can probably have that deep conversation on your level. Uh, so you're kind of stuck having conversations that may or may not be of high interest to you. Not saying that's snobbish. I understand. But I get where she's coming from. Uh, and who knows? Maybe some people can turn and use that to, you know, I'm glad that she kind of used it to other advantages and made examples of where it uh, worked in different situations where it did, it wasn't a hindrance in her job. And it was like, I was kind of wondering why we don't see her in a lot of things. You know, I'm hoping that's not the reason, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, that was a very interesting outlook on uh, someone at least in Hollywood who has a high IQ. I know there's probably a few other people. And I know some people used to talk about uh, my Bialik who what has a, degree in what neuroscience <laughs> you know he's so. also got a physics degree I think she's yeah. a phys- physicist yes but yeah, yeah but no I, I, I agree with what you're saying I guess maybe I'm just of average intelligence so therefore to me it's like I don't know why anyone should have to dumb down their speech I'm right. also very very much so like I enjoy knowledge even the stupid little like tidbits that somehow my lovely co-host always comes up with, it, some of them are fun. And even if I don't necessarily hold on to those little fun facts, I still enjoy hearing them. So I guess it just depends on the people that you surround yourself with. Well, that ain't from a high There's IQ. Any, that's from watching that's 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 thousands of hours of TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. And many types of intelligence. So as long as everyone accepts that there are types of intelligence out there, just because you have a high IQ doesn't necessarily mean that you can tie your shoes, you know. And then there are people out there that may not have a very high IQ, but my God, can tear down and put together a motor in no time flat. So there's a lot of different intelligences out there. And as long as we're accepting of that, I think that we would never necessarily have to dump that. Unfortunately, I do know I, I I know the same kind of stories that, or I've heard the same kind of stories that you have about like with sports athletes not necessarily meeting eye to eye on that. Right. Right. Well, guess what? We're almost pretty much at the halfway point right now. So what I'm going to do, uh, we've got a few stories ahead for you, and real quick, I guess you know what? What I'll do, I'm actually going to. Um, go against the norm, because like I said, I had a lot of stories that, um... Wait, you should have I would have kept it short. Yes. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> uh, there actually was a few stories that I wanted to kind of get across. They, they kind of fall into different categories tonight. But, um, just to let you guys know, uh, that <laughs> if you are interested, Bud Light 
is selling a new eggnog-flavored hard seltzer for the holidays. <laughs> it's part of a new variety of pack called the Ugly Sweater Pack, um, which they also did last year. But three of the four flavors are new. Seltzer Nog, Sugar Plum, and Cherry Cordial. The fourth one is Cranberry. Yeah. It's also in last year's Ugly Sweater Pack. It'll be available nationwide starting November 1st. This comes on the heels of the fall flannel pack they started selling in September. That one includes pumpkin spice, maple pear, apple crisp, and toasted marshmallow So, No, thank you. No. I can't. It's hard enough trying to get – it was hard enough trying to do hard seltzers. That's not going to help. I love eggnog every once in a while. Not that way. <laughs> <laughs> not that way. I like eggnog, <laughs> but I'm not going Uh-uh. No. <laughs> well, because there wasn't a retro moment of the week last week, I owe you guys three. Uh, so I will tell you tonight is an infamous commercial where you can probably see it as you hear it. Another one is one in which I bet you a lot of you forgot about, and then the other one has to do with Halloween next week. We'll play those three, and then we will return. But first, you're listening to page one with LeVar Mary here on Talk Radio. Crazy Glue, strong enough to hold this man suspended in mid-air. Crazy Glue repairs a broken china mug. Just run a little Crazy Glue along the crack and it's fixed in less than 10 seconds. Bonds almost anything. A plastic knob, a plastic plug, a rubber boot, a metal brooch, a fishing rod, a cycle grip, model planes and model trains, a doorknob screw, a flashlight case, the broken trim on any car. Bonds in seconds with amazing strength without clamps, mixing, or mess. Get Crazy Glue today. Crazy Glue is available at these fine stores. Make Halloween fun with one-stop shopping at Woolworth or Woolco for your Halloween needs. Costumes from $1.83 to $3.99, like $6 million man, bionic woman, superheroes, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and a new favorite for girls, Holly Hobby. You can get wrapped candies of every kind, bubblegum, lollipops, fun-sized candy bars. Get this Halloween record, sounds to make you shiver just $1.89. Make Halloween fun and easy. Make just one stop at Woolworth or Woolco. You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. Friday night, October 22nd. So glad that you can be with us. You know, one other uh, quick story, because I'm planning all these things, and before we came on air tonight, I know that Mary is a big, um, before I get to that, 
Do you remember Hubba Bubba Soda? Of course I do. <laughs> I never got to drink it, but yes, I remember it. I drank it and it was it tasted flat and it was like I don't know if like <laughs> they needed to work on that it just tasted flat before you got it it didn't have like any type of like uh, uh, and then of course crazy glue and then Woolworth <laughs> uh, where we will never forget the uh, Halloween costumes that made it about eight or ninety degrees <laughs> inside of <laughs> yes yes. Um, I remember every year I usually did the same thing or a variation thereof. Um, and then I remember the one year I did He-Man. I was excited because we were able to find a He-Man costume. Uh, I think we did maybe Transformers or something like that. But, yeah, <laughs> long ago when they were on those, like, hangers and all over the place and smelled of plastic. Oh, God. <laughs> where it is. Somewhere there is a landfill in which those things have not broken down. <laughs> um, but as I was saying before, the next story I was going to talk about, I know you are a Lego fan. Um, yes. So out came word that there is now a Home Alone Lego set of the McAllister home. You can get ready to build a Lego set that even Kevin McAllister would be proud of. You can bring the McAllister house to life, including Kevin's booby trap rooms and the tree house. There are uh, 3,955 pieces and five minifigures, which have Kevin, his mom, the elderly neighbor, old man Marley, and the wet bandits, Harry and Marv. It even comes with their van. You can buy it starting November 1st, just in time for the holidays. Retail price, $249.99. Surprisingly pretty standard. <laughs> um, the <laughs> One of the stories that uh, we also uh, kind of had here, um, and it's so funny that this goes into this, uh, there was a study about what Americans fear most. I guess I could say stepping on a Lego would be one, which was in our tournament of pain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> see how that all fits Yes. Uh, <laughs> but from clowns to public speaking, people have a wide range of phobias that keep them up at night. Uh, just in time for Halloween, uh, a list has been compiled of the top phobias in the United States based on Google searches. This year's top phobia was a fear of failure, followed by a fear of blood, uh, also fear of water, and intimacy. Uh, spiders in the outside tied to round out the top five phobias in the U.S. Only Montana residents searched for fear of humans. <laughs> The most this year, <laughs> despite it being the top fear in 2020, Utah was the only state to rank for fear of needles. Uh, regardless of being in the middle of a global pandemic, Maine was the only state to have fear of germs or viruses as a top search phobia. Last year, it was the top fear in both Florida and Nevada. Uh, Americans appear to be a little less scared of flying, with the phobia dropping from the top fear in seven states last year to only two states this year. Six of the seven states whose residents search fear of water 
the most border, a body of water. Um, it was quite interesting here this year, and I will tell you, here in Illinois, it was fear of blood. I'm not even going to go there. Uh, in Nevada, it was a fear of blood. Um, fear of failure, which I talked about earlier, uh, among some of the states that ranked was Wisconsin, Vermont, Virginia, uh, Ohio is also on the list, uh, Nebraska, uh, Minnesota, Massachusetts. Uh, those were some of the states along with Colorado and Alabama and Alaska was fear of failure. So <laughs> your thoughts and what uh, fear do you have that's on that list, if any? My thoughts. Okay, so um, I thought spiders would be higher, considering all of the people that tell me to kill spiders for them because they're afraid of them. Grown-ass men doing that is hilarious. Um I'm just kidding around, by the way, only slightly. Um, fear of failure, that was a good one. Like, I get where that one comes from, especially with now, you know, a lot more people focusing on work, um, especially if they're working from home. There's a very, there, it's very much about, um, re, it's a very results-driven time we live in now, instead of being about, making sure that we get it right, now we're making, or not making sure that we get it right, but making sure that it feels right, now we're making sure that we get it right. So I can, I can see it, but that's that surprised me a little bit. My biggest fear, and I knew I was gonna probably going to get asked this and I still didn't think about it. Um, <laughs> I guess it would be, I, it probably would, if I had to break it down, it probably would be failure. But it's in a very personal way, not necessarily work. Um, mm-hmm. I want to be good enough, you know, for my family, the people I care about, the people I hold closest yeah. to me. I have anxiety about people because I liked it when there were no people out during the pandemic, and I got to be out there. It was too peopley outside. Um, but yeah. Uh, Making that's the one thing that that will in a conversation. If I have a conversation with you, my demeanor will change, and you could see the raw. Like there's no wall. That wall comes down, and it's raw. And it's always about being good enough for whomever. You know, like am I right? Am I good enough? Will I fill that void? Will I? step up to whatever expectations they have, what those kind of things. So it would be fear, fear of failing that person, I guess. Well, you are good enough. You're smart enough and doggone it. People like you. People um, like you. <laughs> 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 yes. The funniest thing that I saw about this was, and I'll talk about mine in a second, but um, Wyoming had fear of clowns. I don't know why. Maybe rodeo clowns in Wyoming? I don't know. <laughs> but I was interested because on this one, um, the only states that at least I saw here, New York, New Jersey, Maryland, and Iowa all had fear of intimacy. Is there something you don't know? <laughs> yeah. They're all cheating on each other. 
the year of snakes in Kansas, and then uh, the fear of being alone in Mississippi, which was interesting. Uh, Montana, like I said, had the fear of people. Uh, and then New Mexico, it's had people. fear of huh? <laughs> it's too peopley out. <laughs> right. And New Mexico had fear of holes, which like <laughs> in walls, or like you're gonna fall down into a hole. I guess so. Uh, South Dakota had a fear of the outside. <laughs> And uh, and in West Virginia, it was fear of the dark. Which is always dark. Right. (laughs) So, I mean, it was quite interesting when this list came. Here's my thing. I mean, beyond a fear of failure, I've always, for some reason, and this is the weirdest thing, I have a love-hate relationship with water. I love water. Well, here's the thing. I love water. I love the beach. I love looking out at the ocean and just sitting there and enjoying the view. But if you want me to swim, uh, if I am on a boat, I am uh, probably a little nervous. And even flying back a few weeks ago, we flew over Lake Michigan coming back into the city. And um, I looked down. I was like, oh, Lord, <laughs> I'll feel a little bit better when we're back over land. <laughs> I don't know why. But it, was just, it was just something about flying over water that it just, at that point, it just made me just, let's just get over land. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it. Loved the view. It loved it. Beautiful view. But yeah, I, I just something about why. Maybe it was because when I was small. Uh, we're going into Lavar's life story now. Uh, but when I was small, you know, of course, like every child, your parents want you to take swimming lessons, and there was just something about the fear of drowning, and I guess that kind of incorporated with the fear of water. But like I said, I love water. I think it's the most calming, peaceful thing. And it is a person who is who is an Aquarius. <laughs> you know, you would think it, it's like a love-hate relationship with it, but yeah, uh, water is what it was. Um, another uh, interesting story out this week: uh, Kevin Hart's ex-wife uh, defends decision to keep his last name. Uh, for her, it was all about the kids, and while she no longer may be with him, she has kept his last name and makes no apologies for it. Uh, Tori Hart says she's keeping uh, says keeping the name was done in large part because of their children, uh, their daughter Heaven, 16, and son Hendrix, 13. She said he had no issues with me changing my last name, and my children also said to me, Mom, we do not want you to change your last name. They want the same last name as me, and I said, okay, guys, I will keep the la- same last name as you. Uh, the Hart's married in 2003 and divorced in 2011. He has since remarried and has two kids with his wife, uh, Aniko. Thoughts here because she kept it, she said, for the kids. But I, I don't know. You know, I always used to think that once something like that happens, you know, to turn the page, 
it, seeing as you know someone's gone on and is since remarried and um, they've moved on, I, I've always found it a little weird that the other person has kept the last name that they were married under. Um, is it something where you? I don't know. It seems once again another Hollywood thing. I don't think it will be, but I know other people who've done that probably. Um, but I know some people go straight back to their last name. <laughs> Are you surprised that she kept her last name, and do you think that more people will do that, or do you think that that's just a rare thing where somebody did it for their kids? I know a lot of people that kept their last name. In fact, I almost kept my last name. Um, as a divorcee, um, that was a question, uh, and it was a and it was a, a serious discussion with my kiddo. And granted, you know, she was much younger then, but it was a question of, is it going to bother you if we go into your school and I have a different last name and they call me Mrs. Panner? Is it going to bother you if we go into school and they go, hey, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Your mom's last name is this, but your last name is this. And we talked through the different scenarios surprisingly maturely for the age that she was when this happened. And it came down to we, neither one of us cared. So I went back to my maiden name. Um, had she cared, I would have kept it. it. It's a name to me um, as much as it is a moniker. And my, my ex-mother-in-law kept her um, married name. Uh, for the kids and for, you know, ease of transition and all of that. Uh, I know a lot of people that do keep the last name, um, again, for a myriad of reasons. Uh, they, they've they had it so long, there's no reason to be known by their, you know, like I haven't been called my maiden name in blank years. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. Now, when I get married again, I may not change my name. So it would continue to be the name that it is currently. Um, And not because I don't want to change my name, but it's just, or that I think that something bad's going to happen where I need to change it back. I just, that is who I am. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) yes, to answer your question, uh, no, it's not weird. Yes. I know a lot of people that would do it. Um, and that do currently do it, and this is just another story that kind of brings that light. Um, is it odd? No, I don't think it's odd at all. Uh, it's just a name. It's just, it's almost like having somebody legally change their name from John Smith to um, Pinky Blue Blood. I don't know. <laughs> That's interesting to take. I was like, I, I did not know. You know, especially from the family dynamic, <coughs> of how much I guess it means for kids uh, at that point. That you know, even in the midst of that situation, looking for some sense of familiarity, I guess, if that makes sense. Hmm. Uh, taking a look at what's trending tonight. Uh, on Twitter, of course, Friday night means that uh, Friday night SmackDown is trending. Uh, the Chicago Bulls are trending. Uh, the Bulls are now two and zero 
they beat the Pelicans tonight, 128-112. Uh, Lonzo Ball having a triple-double, 17 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Uh, also trending tonight um, is uh, – <laughs> well, there was – well. Besides some of the sports things that are trending tonight, uh, a lot of that is trending. Uh, and then also, <laughs> Uncle Phil has been trending all day. And <laughs> they said uh, which uncle pretty much would, uh, or who would win this TV dad fight? Would it be Carl Winslow or Uncle Phil? <laughs> oh, um, man. I'm going with Uncle Phil. I'm going with Uncle Phil. Because Uncle Phil... Me too. (laughs) He was a judge and a lawyer. Like, he was a lawyer, then a judge, and he seemed like one of those people that you didn't want to necessarily cross, you know? Not saying that Uncle Uncle Carl wouldn't do it, but dang, he would be like, come at you with all... All of it. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil was a renaissance man. Not only was you know he he knew how to play the game, but if he had to go back to his growing up skills, he did that. And of course, I remember that one episode where he told Will and Carlton that he take them out and no one would ever find their bodies. Hey, and that's what Uncle Phil. <laughs> right. So no, um, that is also what's trending tonight. Um. And then I know the other thing that is trending tonight um, that was kind of sad to hear today. Uh, Peter Scolari uh, passed away today. Uh, he was 66. If you don't know the name, then, of course, you know him from his acting career, uh, starring alongside Tom Hanks and Bosom Buddy uh, to Newhart to Girls. And... Uh, uh, he passed away from uh, died early this morning from cancer. So uh, sad to hear. Um, I know he was in a couple of other uh, current projects as well. And um, so yeah, Peter Scolari uh, gone at the age of 66. So uh, that was also trending today. And then uh, also one of the other things that was. Uh, trending for a short while was Ryan Gosling (laughs) earlier tonight. And the reason why was that according to Variety, he is in talks to play Ken opposite Margot Robbie's Barbie in the Warner Brother and Mattel movie. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So, yes. I did not know they were going to make one. I don't know if there's a need for one. There isn't. But that's what's happening, and that is what's trending. A couple of other stories there tonight is um, I just thought of something that I'm going to keep a quick note on before I forget about it. Um, Cool story here that I saw before I get to that one. I'll get to this one because I know – Mary will have an opinion on this one. This story comes out of East Lansing, Michigan, where administrators at a Michigan school district sent out an email uh, saying that elementary schools will no longer celebrate Valentine's Day or Halloween. The East Lansing Public Schools elementary principal cited families who do not celebrate Halloween as one of the primary reasons, 
as well as the children's excitement over the spooky holiday, making it difficult to learn. As for Valentine's Day, administrators stated that some families and students are uncomfortable with students celebrating, quote, love. Um, One says that she knows it's been a tough year for kids, but she also understands where the district is coming from. She says, I know it seems like we're just taking one more thing from them, but I think it's important that everything we do in schools is inclusive. Uh, the president of the Marble School Community Council says the school officials didn't talk to the council about the changes beforehand. And um, they said they got the email. Uh, one said they were proud to be a part of the district. East Lansing schools aren't the only ones making the change. Uh, a school in Grand Ledge, Michigan, also says it will not be having Halloween, Christmas Day, I don't know who's on Christmas Day, or Valentine's Day parties. Instead, the schools will replace them with cultural lessons and activities throughout the year. Uh, your take on schools now facing out uh, <laughs> Valentine and Halloween can, parties. Can you play the sound clip? It's a no for me, dog. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. It's definitely a no for me, dog. Okay. To elaborate, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween is about freaking candy and dressing up. Okay, if you don't want to celebrate, then don't celebrate. I know plenty of people that don't celebrate. I know plenty of people that don't celebrate because of they think it's a pagan holiday and it's a Satan and. And, like, they go way off base on it. I know people that go way the other direction on it. That's fine. But don't you dare tell me it's too hard to learn. It's trick-or-treat, <laughs> give me candy. You don't even have to dress up anymore. You can just show up with, like, a hat on and be like, I'm a trucker. And then it's like, okay, <laughs> trick-or-treat, candy, you're done. Like, everybody that dresses up like a trucker this year, you're welcome. Um Valentine's Day, you don't want to celebrate love. It's not about, like, sexual love. It's not about, like, I'm going to marry love. It's just the idea of love. Why wouldn't you want to celebrate something as pure as, I just, my God, oh, no, that's just, people are stupid. (laughs) You want to continue with that? You want to continue with that two-minute rest? <laughs> <laughs> no. What the hell's going on out here? Stop! <laughs> oh, my God. Love is love, man. I mean, man, no. I just, I'm sorry. It's about celebrating love. And, like, okay, for example, I love my daughter, right? Love, like mm-hmm. L-O-V-E, would do anything for jump in front of a train with a, somebody shooting at me and stabbing me in the back at the same time. Like, I would hold the grenade with the pin gone for my kid. That kind of love. But then, like, I love my friend, my co-host here, LeVar. It's a different kind of love. I love my dog. It's a different kind of love. Like, the love I have for my dog is different than the love I have for LeVar, which is different than the love I have for my daughter, which is different than the love I have for my parents. But it's celebrating love. So do you think I'm getting a Valentine's gift for all of them? Yes, absolutely. I give my dog a freaking heart-shaped bone. I don't care. It's 
fun. It's something. It, it's a Hallmark holiday. It's an excuse to eat candy. I understand that, and I'm not like way off base going like I have to go out and you have to take me out. Forget that. But celebrating love should be done. There's my two minute rant. Well, uh, you know those those second grade uh, Valentine's parties. Hey, right? how you doing? Yeah, you know, that's just a little Oh, before we go, uh, one cool story, of course, to leave you all with and something to think about. Uh, the good folks at Royal Caribbean is planning for what it calls the longest and most comprehensive world cruise ever. Passengers will be on board the Serenade of the Seas for 274 nights. That's nine months. It visits all seven continents, more than 150 destinations in 65 countries, and 11 great wonders of the world. Royal Caribbean is calling it the ultimate world cruise. (laughs) And the voyage will begin December 10th, 2023, and wrap up on September 10th, 2024. Uh, if you are interested in booking, uh, even though they do not advertise with us, you can call Royal Caribbean's dedicated line for that cruise. Uh, rates start. You want to know what it starts at? God, um, $4,000. Rates, dear friends, start at more than $60,000 per Great googly moogly. Yeah. Oh, my God. $60,000. That's that's an entire car. Like, that's a Mm -hmm. high-end car. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, But you know what? I'm almost kind of game for something like that. I don't mind going away for nine months on a cruise and seeing the entire world. If I had nothing to do and $60,000 to spend, I think I would do it. <laughs> um, any shout out tonight? Yeah, this is the clock on the wall. Tell us we're just about out of time. Let's see. We've got a couple of birthdays in the UK that happened this past week and a couple coming up. Um, so happy birthday to them. Um Charity live stream that happened last weekend. Thank you to everyone that did come in and said hello. Uh, the charity is still open. So by all means, if you still want to donate to the Sheffield Children's there is a Tilify through Mr. Deviation site. You're welcome to go ahead. That's open until the end of October. Um, my best friend, and like my best friend ever, Lavar is awesome. So shout out to him. I think that's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel bad because I never have anything for uh, our friends in the UK. Uh, I did actually have some music uh, that I had reserved for your trip. Uh, and I'm just going to play a few songs. <laughs> <laughs> all of you over there. <laughs> and you're welcome. Um, 
Shout out tonight to the Chicago Sky, who won the WNBA championship this past week. Uh, I will tell you, I was sick of bed. I got up. I was able to, instead of watching a Bears game that went nowhere, I was able to watch a Sky game that went somewhere. Shout out to them. And I'm only saying this. Uh, take what you will from it um, before we go anywhere. Shout out to Jocelyn James. And with that, that is <laughs> all I will tell you. Um, and with that, that's the end of our show, unless you got anything else to add. Uh, no. Was there another? Was there no other? I thought there was another. Never mind. No. <laughs> Words fail me right now. I thought there was another no. story, but never mind. No. I mean, I could find one. I mean, there's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty. I know this no, week I'm also good. we were talking about – I know we were talking about the Fisher-Price phone, which I know is coming out, which I think I people know, are I excited. I know. I have pre-ordered. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> yes. Throw my money at it. I, I just take my money. I'm putting it in my office. I'm already really excited. I'm making my my office into the room that everybody wants to come and play in. I sold you on the Fisher Price phone. You totally sold me on the Fisher Price phone. <laughs> that is awesome. You know, what? I think I may go and get one. I, I, I'm yeah. I'm. I don't know. I, I may still do that. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> with that, uh, that is our time for this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next we meet, we're here on Friday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. Central. Thank you so much for all of you who tune in. Thank you. For those of you who tell us about, uh, tell us about the show, you can find us not only here on blog talk radio, but on iHeartRadio and Apple under their podcast and tell a friend, join us every Friday night. And don't be shy. Call us one of these nights. Uh, we may talk with you. But for Mary, I'm LaVar. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. one don't forget to get the latest show info on twitter at news comment btr and add us as a podcast on apple